0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. I hear it all the time. Well, maybe not all the time, but certainly a lot. You know, a few women get together for an enjoyable lunch, coffee, ladies' night out, you know, whatever, and the conversation Degenerates into a one-up competition about what husbands have done wrong and and why we, the wives, won't do this or that, or, or because we've been mistreated, we're paying him back for something, whatever. I mean, basically we've held court and judged him guilty. So we, the wife, have sentenced him to punishment because, well, he deserves it. So the conversation might go something like this. Well, let me tell you, if he wants me to cook for him, he better be helping out more around the house. Or, I'm not picking up his dirty clothes one more time off that floor. If he wants them washed, he better just learn to pick them up and put them where they need to go. You get the picture, right? And so each and every time I hear someone go down that road of reasons why, uh, reasons to excuse bad personal behavior based on injustices, or what about me, or where's mine, all that stuff, I think about her and that donkey you see i believe she's one of the most humble and wise women of god who served him faithfully you'll find her terrible and wonderful story in first samuel chapter twenty five and that's where we will take our readings today. so you may recall the background of this account you see david went down to the wilderness of paran following samuel's death and you remember that david was running for his life from saul because of course saul wanted to kill him because he was the new anointed king and so because of that, all of that traveling and everything, he was hungry. And there was a wealthy man who lived nearby, a man who God described in verse 3 of 1 Samuel chapter 25 as harsh and evil in his dealings. But Abigail, his wife, was intelligent and beautiful. So on his journey, David, according to verse 5 and following, sent 10 men to greet Nabal and ask for nourishment. Caught a custom of hospitality that happened all the time, but Nabal refused. He was selfish and wouldn't wasn't going to give his food and water to someone he didn't know. So the servant told David what Nabal had said, and David became very angry. Of course, and in verse twelve it says that David prepared four hundred men to kill Nabal and all of the men in Nabal's household, but. As David was preparing his men, verse 14 tells us that a servant reported to Abigail, that Nabal refused to provide the hospitality and insulted David's servant. So in verse 17, the servant said to her, Now therefore know and consider what you will do for our master and against all his household, for he is such a scoundrel that one cannot speak to him. So there seems to be no way out. And "'Nabal won't listen. "'He's made that clear. "'He isn't open for conversation about his bad behavior. "'So what is a servant or a wife to do? "'And it seems like there are plenty of options. <laughs> "'One, a lady told me a long time ago when she said, "'Well, I would have just packed up, "'went to my mom's for a few days, "'and when I got back, "'the problem would have been taken care of. "'Nabal would have been dead, "'and I would be free to go find me a good man.'" Yeah... That's one way to think about it. The idea is if he acts that way, he deserves it. But remember, Abigail was a godly woman, and that's the difference. So in verse 19 it says that Abigail made haste and took 200 loaves of bread, two skins of wine, and a long list of other provisions, loaded everything on a donkey and took off and headed to the camp where David and his soldiers were. We should take into consideration that Abigail had no idea what mood David was in. She knew he was angry with her husband. She knew David was God's anointed. And she knew David's reputation as a soldier. She knew he was intending on killing every one in her household. So it was a pretty dangerous decision that could have cost her life, based on her husband's stupid decision. Then what happened next? Well, It was just amazing. In verse 23 it says, Now when Abigail saw David, she dismounted quickly from the donkey, fell on her face before David, and bowed down to the ground. So she fell at his feet and said, On me, my Lord, on me, let this iniquity be. And in verse 28, Please forgive the trespass of your maidservant. What? Forgive the trespass of your maidservant? Wait! She didn't do anything wrong. She didn't even know that David had sent a servant to her house. But she took the blame that wasn't hers. Then she reminded David, the man who determined if they lived or died, of the God that she served that compelled her to gather as many gifts as she could and ride on that stinky animal to throw herself at his feet. In verse 28, she reminded David of his purpose, too, to serve the Almighty God. She said to him, For the Lord will certainly make for my Lord an enduring house, because my Lord fights the battles of the Lord, and evil is not found in you throughout your days. Verse 32-35 through provided David's response and his respect for this godly woman who risked her life for her worthless husband. So in verse 36, Abigail returned to her home where her husband was having a feast. He didn't care what she had done. Maybe he didn't even realize she was gone, but she found him drunk. So after she told him of the incident the next morning, soon thereafter he died at the hand of God. And Abigail, <laughs> it says in verse 42 that she rode on another donkey. This time... She followed the messengers of David to become his wife. Paul exhorts Titus and Titus to teach the younger women to love their husbands. That's interesting, isn't it? That we would have to be told that, and that makes me sad. But God is wise; He knows us and loves us. First John chapter four verses seven through eleven says, "Beloved." Let us love one another, for love is of God, and this is love, not that we loved God, but He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Beloved, if God is so loved, if God so loved us, we ought to love one another. Sounds beautiful, right? He expresses the sincere and selfish love of our Father for our souls, even the giving of His Son. Even when we were unlovable. Because he's faithful to his promise to us. He told us he would. And you know what that means, right? Yep. Just like Abigail, whose husband was a fool. whose husband was ungodly. And I expect that he never picked up his clothes or took out the trash for her or helped her in any way. We have to do the same, don't we? We have to serve our God. And get on that donkey and do the right thing. No excuses. It's just that hard. And that easy to trust that God will help us get through. But first, we have to get on that donkey. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.